Welcome to the Hello Someday podcast, the podcast for busy women who are ready to drink less and live more. I'm Casey McGuire-Davidson, ex-red wine girl turned life coach, helping women create lives they love without alcohol. But it wasn't that long ago that I was anxious, overwhelmed, and drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. I thought that wine was the glue holding my life together, helping me cope with my kids, my stressful job, and my busy life. I didn't realize that my love affair with drinking was making me more anxious and less able to manage my responsibilities. In this podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz, how to sit with your emotions when you're lonely or angry, frustrated or overwhelmed, how to self-soothe without a drink, and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. I am so glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hey there. I've got some big news for you that I have been not so patiently waiting to tell you about. After six months away, my super popular, completely free masterclass is back and it's better than ever. I've been working on it for months. So if you have been struggling to get sober momentum, please go to hellosomedaycoaching.com forward slash class. You can sign up for my free training, Five Secrets to Taking a Break from Drinking, even if you've tried and failed in the past. In this 60-minute masterclass, I am going to share with you all the things you need to stop doing because they're setting you up for self-sabotage and what you need to start doing instead. I am giving you the steps and the mindset shifts that I go through every day with my private coaching clients, and it is completely free. So if you are sober curious, if you've been thinking about taking a break from alcohol, this class is going to set you up for success. I promise you it is worth your time. So hit pause on this episode, go to hellosomedaycoaching.com forward slash class and save your seat. Hi there. This is an episode that I have been wanting to record for a really long time because it's all about sober treats, which really are the cornerstone of being able to quit drinking without deprivation, without relying on willpower. I will tell you all about why sober treats are so important and how they work to actually rewire your brain and your automatic cue, craving, response, and reward cycle. And also, I'll give you a ton of ideas about all the things in this universe that you can enjoy and love and will satisfy and soothe your emotional and your physical needs that aren't in a bottle. But before we jump in, I wanted to remind you that today is the very last day to save $50 off my signature course, the Sobriety Starter Kit. It is my gift to you to celebrate one year of the Hello Someday podcast. And if you love the podcast, if you love what I talk about and my approach to quitting drinking, 
I promise you that you are also going to love the course because it takes you really deep into how to stop drinking step by step. And not only that, but how to really change your mindset around drinking, how to approach getting rid of drinking as a habit change, as a positive behavior change without willpower, without white knuckling it, and also how to build a life you love so that you can keep that sober momentum going and you don't quit when you get to 45 days or 60 days or even 100 days because the benefits of living life without alcohol just keep getting better and better and it also keeps getting easier and easier as you go along. So I'm offering this discount to encourage you, if you're listening to this right now, to get off the really shitty cycle of drinking and not drinking and then drinking again, to take this moment while you're listening to move into a longer period of life without alcohol, where you're going to feel so much better. Honestly, you deserve to make this easier on yourself. And this is the course that can help you do it. It can help you get past the first two weeks and past the first two months with all the tools and the lessons and just the framework, the step-by-step framework you need to follow to succeed. And the cost of this course is really affordable. I saved more than the cost of the course at full price, not even with the $50 discount, in just three weeks of not drinking a bottle of wine a night. And you get lifetime access to it. So if you're listening to this podcast, the day it comes out, which is May 20th, today is the last day. The discount ends at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. So if you have been on the fence, but you've been thinking about adding the sobriety starter course to your sober toolkit and you haven't bought it yet, now is the time to grab it. There literally will never be a better time to get started. So go ahead, pause this podcast and pull up the website www.com sobrietystarterkit.com. And you can read all about the course. You can grab the $50 discount before it expires at the end of today. And you can read what other women who've taken it have said about it and how they feel now. All right, let's dive into one of my very favorite subjects, which is sober treats. Sober treats are the very best part of quitting drinking, and they're not self-indulgent. They are actually essential to your success. In the very beginning, you need sober treats to get through each day. You need them to rewire your cue, craving, response, and reward system in your brain. You need to replace the, I'm tired, I deserve a drink or it's 5 p.m., I deserve a reward with something else. And that is where treats come in. And then when you are through the first few fragile early days and are out of the drinking cycle, you'll suddenly find that you have a lot more time and peace and energy and optimism and yes, money in your life. And it's time to spend them. And spend them on things that excite you, that bring you joy, the things that you actually deserve, adventure and fun and comfort and indulgence. 
So here's some inspiration. I want to talk to you in this episode about all of the incredible, beautiful, fun, and pleasurable things in life that you deserve that will not leave you with a headache and a hangover and regret. And before we get started, I want to talk about the four reasons that sober treats are important and not an indulgence, because a lot of women will say two things. They'll say, one, I buy myself stuff anyway, I don't really need anything else, or I don't have time to be too indulgent. I'm busy, I have kids, I have work, I have a lot of responsibilities, or they're not going to want to spend money or time on sober treats. And I'm here to tell you that that is a big mistake. Number one, sober treats are important because you need to move from reactive willpower to proactive self-care. Willpower is a reactive way to manage triggers and cravings to drink once they've already started. Sober treats instead are a proactive form of self-care to prevent and minimize triggers. So feeling angry or overwhelmed or tired or lonely or frustrated or resentful or unappreciated, all the shit that we occasionally feel, even though our lives are pretty good, those are all triggers to drink. And instead, if you focus on self-care and daily sober treats in advance, taking moments to decompress, to take care of yourself, to bring yourself joy, it will actually minimize a lot of those feelings of resentment, a lot of those feelings of anger or being unappreciated or being lonely. So you will be less triggered. And as a bonus, you're going to be a fucking hell of a lot happier too. Number two you are probably currently stuck in a reward rut and you need to rewire your automatic cue craving response reward cycle. I talk about that, but it is a key part of positive behavior change of how to break a bad habit and how to build a new habit. And I went to it in depth on a three podcast series I did on atomic habits. You can find that wherever you listen, but it's also outlined in the book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. So here's the thing. After decades of adulting, often our universe of rewards and pleasure options have shrunk down basically to the equivalent of bars and bakeries. Our treats are alcohol and sugar, hard day, wine, promotion, wine, Friday night, wine. You're in a reward rut. Alcohol has become your primary or your only treat. So sober treats will help open your imagination and appreciate new sources of pleasure and of comfort. Number three, you need to create a life you actually enjoy and not just one you tolerate. So a lot of us spend all day doing the things we're supposed to do, and then we drink, to tolerate the life we've set up for ourselves. And you deserve better. No matter what your take is on life and responsibilities, you are not fucking meant to grit your teeth to get through your days and then knock yourself unconscious with alcohol. You're just not. You are meant to be happy and it is not selfish. You deserve to spend some of your time, your money, your energy on yourself And to do that, you need to eliminate friction in your life. Drinking is expensive. 
So get yourself a sober treat with the money you're saving, not drinking. Get a massage, get your house cleaned, hire a babysitter, ask your spouse to do a little bit more. He can handle it or she can handle it. Number four, the reason that sober treats are important and not an indulgence are that you need to practice establishing boundaries and prioritizing yourself. And sober treats, prioritizing them, will force you to do that. You likely spend a lot of time taking care of others. Your kids, your boss, your partners, your colleagues, the fucking PTA, your parents, your siblings, they all likely need something from you. And we often do very little to take care of ourselves. You may actually feel uncomfortable taking a few hours after work to go to Pilates or to go to therapy or to take a walk or to hide in your bedroom and binge watch a bad show. So instead, you're frustrated, you're resentful, you're tired, and you're exhausted. No wonder you drink. Try to carve out an evening or an afternoon for yourself once a week. I promise you it is better and more fun than being hungover all morning. And honestly, even if you carve out time for yourself, if you are not dragging or zoned out drinking, you will probably get more shit done. But setting up sober treats, scheduling them, making sure they happen, they are going to force you to establish boundaries and prioritize yourself. Your time without alcohol should not, if you do it right, it should not feel like a punishment. It should feel like the kindest thing you've done for yourself in a very long time. To get out of the drinking cycle, you need to reduce triggers and find new rewards. And in the beginning, some women have a lot of trouble thinking about what it is. Like, honestly, we've forgotten what we fucking like other than a bottle of wine or a beer or a cocktail or whatever it is. So to start out, I'm going to encourage you to get out a piece of paper and write down things that make you happy. And if you're not going on a walk or driving or doing something right now, I'm going to give you a bunch of ideas. So get out a piece of paper now and write down things that make you happy. Literally make a list. And I used to have this in a notepad note on my phone so I could go to my list of sober treats. But close your eyes and picture the things in life that make you happy. No. Not wine, not beer, not happy hours with your friends, other things. So sleeping in, conversations with friends, a massage, a hike, a great book, eating lunch at a bakery, cuddling with your kids, that kind of stuff. As we go through this podcast, I'm going to mention other stuff. So anytime you hear something that you're like, dude, that sounds pretty good and I haven't done it in 10 years, write that down on your things that make me happy sober treats list. Number two, write down what you're tolerating in your life. So were you like me? Did you roll out of bed with a headache every morning? Did you eat lunch at your desk? Did you tolerate the woman from your office who used to come over and sit at the side of the desk and just spew toxic gossip? Do you want to go for a walk in the middle of the workday, but you never do it? Do you spend all the time on your weekends picking up after your kids? Is your car a mess? What are the things that you do every day that you fucking hate or that aggravate you or make you grit your teeth? Write those down. 
And then here's what you need to do. You need to compare those lists and start adjusting. Sober treats, you need more fucking good stuff and less gritting your teeth. I know you don't think you have time. You do. You don't think you can spend the money. You can. Drinking is expensive. In actual dollars, it's expensive. In time, it's expensive. In energy and health and productivity, it's expensive. Cut out the hangovers and you will have time to read a novel, money to hire a housekeeper, productivity to let you take multiple breaks at work. And in the beginning, you actually need a sober treat every day. You need it. You need to plan it in advance. You need to say, okay, I'm not drinking. I'm going a longer period of time without alcohol. Here's my sober treat on Monday. Here's my sober treat on Tuesday. Here's my sober treat on Wednesday. On Friday, I'm getting sushi or I'm getting a pedicure. On Saturday, I am leaving the house for three hours without my kids. And I'm going to go to the gym and sit in the hot tub. Whatever it is, you need to know what they are in advance. You need to write them down so that you can have a universe of wonderful things that you are doing for yourself that bring you pleasure and joy and you look forward to things you would normally not do during the really shitty first weeks of not drinking. And then you get yourself a sober treat every other day or every third day or once a week until shit gets hard and you have cravings. And then you need like 17 sober treats at once and that is okay. So every single person is different. I need you to tap in to what brings you pleasure and comfort and joy. Here's what it was for me. Here literally is what my sober treats looked like in early sobriety. This is what I had in my notepad notebook when I was quitting drinking. New running shoes, peonies and dahlias. They're my favorite flowers, massages and pedicures, long walks with podcasts, coffee shops and lattes. These are my sober treats smoothies and milkshakes, doing slow laps in the pool at my gym. I got my bike tuned up and I went exploring around town. That was a sober treat. In my gym, I went in the hot tub and the steam room. Sober treat. Binge worthy shows. A lot of women get sober by binging shows. That is totally cool. It is something to look forward to at the end of the day. It distracts you and it fills up the time when you would normally drink reading novels, Pinterest dreaming about new travel destinations, brunch at restaurants, brunch, not dinner, so much easier to deal with, garden shops. I planned for big milestones. I went on yoga retreats and I went kayaking, visiting a farmer's market on a Saturday or a Sunday morning or a Thursday night, big sober treat. For me, sushi and chocolate. I got sushi pretty much every Friday in early sobriety, and I looked forward to it, and I loved it. I did an online style course about how to style your look, regardless of whether you've lost weight, in your own closet without shopping. It was super fun. It was interesting. I learned a lot. It was something that I was like, hey, I'm doing this for myself, and I'm not finding that joy in a bottle. Playing guitar. I picked up my guitar for the first time in five years. 
I also remodeled my bedroom. I did a lot of Pinterest dreaming about what I wanted my bedroom to look like before I used to just pass out there and wake up hungover. I got myself a new faux fur blanket that was like ivory mink to die for. I got myself turquoise throw pillows. I put actually put curtains in my bedroom that were beautiful. There's a lot of stuff you can do. Every single one of them, sober treats with money I saved, not knocking myself unconscious with wine. Engraved bracelets. I got myself milestone bracelets that I used to wear for my 30 days, my 60 days. And they sort of reminded me of the path I was on. So you can get them on Etsy or anywhere else. They're cuff bracelets. That's what I liked. And they said something that reminded me to stay here or to not drink today or that I'm a badass, whatever um, resonates with you. So for me, also all the awesome alt beds, the non-alcoholic drinks really helped me out and were total sober treats. So I love non-alcoholic beer from the Athletic Brewing Company. Um, my favorite is Upside Dawn, which is their golden. They also have an IPA. I order it online. We can also find Athletic Brewing Company beer now in our local grocery store. That didn't used to be the case. I also love groovy, non-alcoholic Prosecco and bubbly rosé. 100% no alcohol. Swear to God, you couldn't tell. So that is G-R-U-V-I. I'll put a link in the show notes. But if you listen to that huge list, that's a lot of sober treats. Those are a giant list of things that I really enjoyed and look forward to and could go to to say, this is what I really enjoy that is not in a bottle. And trust me, I got myself all this shit, right? I got myself new running shoes. I bought myself flowers. I scheduled massages and pedicures. I took long walks. I went to coffee shops and out to brunch. I got the shit from my bedroom and I loved every fucking minute of having that and chilling out in my bedroom. I went to garden shops. I played guitar. I don't know if you're like me, but that sounds pretty fucking good. That sounds like a great spring. I quit drinking in February and I had a lovely spring and summer in early sobriety. It was not deprivation. Now, I wanted to share with you some of my clients' sober treats because every single person is different. And as you listen to this, you might even hear the personalities of some of the women who I love, who I've worked with, just to give you an idea, both of the amount of treats that you might need, because you should have a lot of them and you'll build them over time. But also like everyone's different. I hope you'll get some new inspiration, some new ideas of ways to comfort yourself and take care of yourself. So my client, Annie, she loved a morning cup of coffee outside. She loved yoga on her front porch. I wish I did yoga on my front porch every morning. I totally didn't, but I did do morning workouts, which was another treat of mine I forgot to mention. She loved water from a glass bottle. And she also had this yellow water thermos that she got, which was so damn cute. And she was like, this is my sober treat. Fucking love this thing. She loved music and writing 
and ice cream sandwiches. That was something where she used to crave a drink at 5 p.m. And then she was like, I'm getting my ice cream sandwich. And by the way, way better than a bottle of wine in the long term, frankly, in the short term too. Fresh fruit. She loved a Mexican restaurant in her favorite town. Now, Sandy, another client of mine, loved new colored pencils and pens and coloring books and a new journal. She loved Marvel movies with her son. Now, for me, I don't really love Marvel movies at all. So just like I said, everybody is different, right? What lights you up is not going to be what lights me up. And you need to create what works for you. She loved hiking and went hiking often. That was her big thing once she quit drinking. She loved early bedtimes and family swims in the pool. She also lived in New Mexico. So the pool, the hiking, the air conditioning, so much sense for her. I lived in Seattle in February. It rained all the time. So coffee shops, totally my jam. And then my client, Stephanie, really loved online watercolor painting. And she got this subscription box from this company called Let's Make Art. And she painted just these gorgeous paintings. They send you how to paint and the watercolors. And that was her big activity. She loved driving around in a friend's Jeep with the top down. She was a huge fan of groovy, non-alcoholic bubbly rosé. And she also loved floating in a swimming pool and getting facials and a slice. And there was this place by her house called Smith Island Cake. And she used to go once a week and get just this decadent single slice of the cake. So for Stephanie, when I'm like, what's your sober treat? What are you going to do to make yourself happy today? She's like, I'm going to paint. I'm going to call my friend and see if she wants to go for a drive in her Jeep with the top down on Saturday. I'm going to this fire pit with the neighbors. They're going to be drinking. I'm going to bring my groovy, non-alcoholic, bubbly rosé. And you know what? On Sunday, I'm going to take a nap and float in the swimming pool and get myself a slice of that amazing cake. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good day and a good week. My client, Melissa, who is super outdoorsy and woo-woo, and I love her and I love her energy, she loved lake swims. And she loved lying on a warm asphalt driveway in the sun. She lives in this very cool farmhouse. She loves convertible rides and making pies and hammock naps and molasses cookies and rhubarb crisp. She cooks a lot more than I did and totally impressed by that. She meditates, which I should do and I never do. She loves skinny dipping. Melissa's the one who introduced me to Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic beer, and I will forever be grateful because like Beck's and O'Doul's, dude, that shit is awful. Like you need the good stuff. She loves wildflowers and picnics and cuddling animals and yin and yoga nidra and nature. So for her, for Melissa, very earthy treats, very tactical, experimental baking, cooking, exploring the outdoors. I love that. That's what brought her joy and pleasure and comfort. And for my client, Megan, she has to this day, she's two years sober, but she started this way in the beginning. She has a night ritual 
that includes a lavender oil bath and lighting a candle and playing relaxing music in her room. It signals the end of her day. And she has, of course, like we all do, a really busy life with two girls in high school and a five-year-old son. So her night ritual is a consistent sober treat in her day. She has a coffee mug that says today is a good day. And she loves that. She goes jogging in a park and runs hills, and she loves that too. She gives herself a facial and a manicure or a pedicure. She loves walks in the garden and observing what's growing and needs tending. Megan loves trips to Starbucks with her girls, and her drink is a steamed coconut milk misto and iced coffee treats. Like she's like, she gets this, and she's like, this is my treat for being sober. And she loves ginger kombucha as well. So we are so used to wine or beer or a cocktail. That is the only taste that we crave. And there is a universe of yummy things out there that you could truly enjoy that are not in a bottle that will give you a headache and a hangover and a new day one and regret. So for Megan, ginger kombucha, that is awesome. She also got herself a weighted blanket at night and a sun lamp as needed for anxiety and seasonal affective disorder. She learned to make vegan treats like carrot cake, and she made herself chai with turmeric or ginger tea for warm, spicy, calming drinks. And she loves HIIT workouts and yoga workouts. And so for Megan, literally this is her list. She has this list. She's like, Jesus, I'm having a really bad day. I'm craving a drink. I want to check out or just I'm resentful. I'm irritated. She's like, let me go down the list. What sounds good right now? And my client, Kathy, she is a huge hiker. She lives in Bend and in Seattle. So her list was hiking, massage. She loves new lip gloss or mascara. She, like me, gets jewelry to celebrate her big sober milestones, and she is also well past a year of not drinking. She is super outdoorsy, which is something that I wish I did more often. So snowshoeing, mountain biking, yoga, Peloton bike workouts, a big sober treat for her because she has two dogs is getting her house cleaned. So all that money she used to spend on drinking wine She gets her house cleaned. It makes her happy. It gives her time and energy to actually enjoy her life so she doesn't want to check out with drinking. She loves boating and online personal development courses, getting a new book, binging on Netflix, outdoor live music, or getting in a hot tub. Again, so many good things. And it's also really important when you do any of these to literally say, this is my treat for being sober, because it helps you combat that automatic idea that life without alcohol sucks, that if you go to a party and other people are drinking, that you never get to do anything fun, you have nothing for yourself, you're being deprived your only treat, because you're not. You have so many treats and rewards and indulgences in your life. You know what? Going mountain biking or snowshoeing or hiking in the morning, getting up early without a hangover and feeling good about your body, that is a treat for not drinking. That is a treat for not being hungover. 
All right, I am going to stop using examples because I'm probably spinning your head on this, but I wanted to mention my client, Becca, because she has a great treat list too. So for her, she loves fly fishing, which my husband loves fly fishing. So that's cool. He's super impressed by her. He wishes I enjoyed it, which I don't. She introduced me to this lavender and eucalyptus pillow spray that um, I actually have by my bed now and I put on every night. It is super awesome and helps me relax and helps me sleep. And I really look forward to it. She also took a master class on the Enneagram and I actually interviewed her teacher, Jim Zartman on the podcast, but she said it was so cool. And by the way, having a class on something super interesting, like the Enneagram is something to look forward to. You get to learn is something that will take up the hours when you would normally drink in the evening. You connect with new people. It's just super cool. Becca bought herself new satin pillowcases in early sobriety. She loved great books. She also, when she was feeling down, loves laughing at Jimmy Fallon's hashtag videos and sent me a few of those, which is super fun. Camping, getting out in nature, or time with her girls. So get creative. You have a lot of time when you're not drinking, those evenings, those weekend afternoons, and you're going to be getting up early, hopefully feeling good. I mean, after your first couple weeks when you are very tired and your first week you're still not sleeping well and you just need a lot of naps in the beginning. But after that, start a new journal or a meditation morning practice. The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron is a great place to start. Take an online course. Like I said, I did one on personal styling. My client Stephanie takes classes on painting online. You can learn to play guitar or piano or do creative writing. You can learn a language or you can learn how to make chocolate or baking. You name it. Or pick a beautiful destination for a road trip. Every weekend when you're like, what am I going to do today? I'm not drinking. Pick a place where you want to drive. Go to a lavender field. Go on a hike. Sit by a river. Anything. Do something that you look forward to and then say, this is my treat for being sober. The other thing I love to do, especially when so many of us think about the things we won't be doing in a particular season or the thing that that we're not going to be used to in a particular season when you're not drinking. So you may think of particular events like football games or summer barbecues or anything else. For decades, our lives and habits and traditions have been structured around drinking. But as you approach a new season, for example, summer, it is great to make a bucket list so you are focused on all the great things you get to do because you're not drinking rather than dwelling on the things you're you're choosing not to do or the events you're going to when everyone else is going to be drinking and you're not going to be drinking. So this summer, what are all the things you've always wanted to do but have never done because you're busy drinking or hungover or whatever, structuring your life around alcohol? What about paddleboarding or hiking or riding your bike on the regular? What about creating a beautiful vegetable garden? You will have time and energy now. So add things to your list and start checking them off. 
You can plan a picnic. That's something that is super fun. Invite people or don't invite people, but something decadent. If you're listening to this later in the winter, great winter sober treats are a fireplace and hot chocolate. Maybe you never let yourself have hot chocolate because you're saving your calories for alcohol. Get the one with the whipped cream and all of the marshmallows. You deserve it. Or try snowshoeing. You can rent snowshoes. Super cool, like a long walk, but exciting. And it's something you've probably never done or just stay in bed. You are probably going to be way more productive, not drinking and not hungover. So you're able to curl up in bed and read a book and sleep in. Indulge in a spa day. Go on an adventure. So we actually booked a yurt. They have these cool yurts up on Orcas Island in Seattle where they've got a mahogany bed inside. It's this canvas tent and chairs. And you're still right on a lake and you go hiking. And Mike and I, my husband, had a tent and our kids had a tent, a separate one. And you could pay a little extra and they would literally actually bring you on a tray coffee in like this silver coffee pot. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I used to always drink when I went camping, right? We would sit around the fire and basically get drunk. That was what we did. Our kids were there and we'd get drunk anyway. So the silver pot of coffee being brought outside our tent in the morning, oh my God, that was incredible. And I loved camping, not drinking. I woke up feeling great. I wasn't crawling out of my tent, feeling like something died in my mouth. So complete treat for being sober. I was like, my life doesn't suck without alcohol. This is awesome. All right, next steps. I hope you've gotten some good ideas here. Make your list of sober treats. I want you right now to plan which treats you're going to get for yourself every day next week particularly on Friday night or Saturday night. I want you to roll over in the morning and instead of thinking, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I did it again. I feel like total garbage. I slept horribly. How am I going to handle today? Instead of that, because you're not drinking, I want you to roll over and ask yourself in the morning, how can I take care of myself today? What do I need to do? for my mind and my body. And I want you to build a life you enjoy, not just one you tolerate and check out at the end of the day because you feel like you've got nothing else. Prioritize yourself and remember to enjoy. Have fun. You deserve it. It is not selfish. And sober treats are super important. They are not an indulgence. So I hope you've gotten some really good ideas about how to take care of yourself without drinking. As I wrap up this episode, I wanted to remind you again, if you're listening to this on the day it's released, May 20th, today's the last day to grab the Sobriety Starter Kit at a $50 discount. So if you're interested in adding this course to your Sober Toolkit, head on over to www dot sobriety starter kit.com. And if you're listening to this episode later, it is still a great time to invest in the sobriety starter kit. It will help you give you tools to actually enjoy life without alcohol. And again, I saved more 
in my first three weeks in 21 days not drinking than the cost of lifetime access to the course. The course is really good. I truly think it will help you on your journey to feeling better and will help you get out of the drinking cycle. It includes my entire coaching framework that I work through with my private one-on-one coaching clients, everything you need from how to get through your first two weeks, step-by-step and day-by-day, to how to move through day 100 and beyond. It will help you take a look at your habits, how you've set up your schedule and your environment to help you succeed and not self-sabotage. You don't want to keep starting and stopping and starting again. You are doing the hardest part over and over again, and you deserve to get the support you need to feel better. The course will help you figure out what your triggers really are because they actually might not be what you think they are and how to add support at the moment that you need it. There is a whole module on navigating sobriety challenges, milestones like when you hit 30 days and 50 days and how to handle vacations because you are going to love sober travel, but there are specific strategies and plans you should make in advance, small calibrations, small adjustments for vacations. So they are not a moment where you throw away all the good work that you've done. There's a module and lessons where we talk about getting over fuck it moments and emotions like overwhelm and frustration and boredom and loneliness And also how to navigate the mommy wine culture, like you're going to a book club, you're going to a girl's night out. How do you navigate that without starting to drink again? How do you talk to your friends about what you're doing or your partner without labels? How to ask for the help you need, including how to ask that your drink of choice not be in the house for a period of time in a way that feels empowering and doable. And not like something that you don't want to ask your partner for or that you can't ask your partner for because you don't want them to judge you or label you or you feel like you should be able to do it on your own. In the sobriety starter kit, there is a entire module on applying the principles of what works for long-term positive habit and behavior change tailored specifically to stopping drinking. And it's based on the work by James Clear in the best-selling book, Atomic Habits. There are also lessons to help you work on emotional sobriety and setting healthy boundaries and how to say no to things that overwhelm you and pack your schedule so you feel like you have nothing for yourself, how to say no without feeling like a bitch or a slacker, literally scripts to follow how to protect your sober momentum and let you go of all the things that have been holding you back or weighing you down, your fears and your assumptions, the inner critic voice that's telling you you're not good enough or you need to hustle all the time. And there's also sections and I'll also teach you how to build the new, how to create a life you really love and how to figure out what you love, what lights you up more than wine, more than drinking, more than cocktails. 
The Sobriety Starter Kit includes 50 videos in eight modules, and you get lifetime access to the coaching program. There is so much in there, not just for when you're trying to stop drinking, or if you're just sober curious, it will open up your mind and your world to what is wonderful about life without alcohol, and honestly, what untapped potential you have in your life that you have been tapping down and holding yourself back and keeping yourself small because you're not sure you want to let go of alcohol. It is a great time to add it to your toolkit. So if you're listening to this episode on May 20th, you can save $50 on the kit today as part of my one-year podcast celebration. And even if you're not listening to this on day one, And even if you're not listening to this, when the discount's available, I really want to encourage you to invest in making your life happier and healthier. It's a coaching course that really will serve you for a lifetime. So if you want to jump in, head on over to the sobrietystarterkit.com to get started. And if you don't, that is totally cool too. And I want you to make your sober treats list and start spoiling yourself. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hello Someday podcast. If you're interested in learning more about me, the work I do, and access free resources and guides to help you build a life you love without alcohol, please visit hellosomedaycoaching.com. And I would be so grateful if you would take a few minutes to rate and review this podcast so that more women can find it and join the conversation about drinking less and living more. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.